The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Monday. Let's make it holy and productive. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, August 9th, 2021, Monday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. She was born in 1891, a brilliant philosopher, but she stopped believing in God at the age of 14. However, Edith Stein was so captivated by reading the autobiography of Teresa of Avila that she began a spiritual journey that led to her baptism in 1922. She became a Carmelite nun, and after living for four years in the Cologne Carmel, She moved to the monastery in Echt, Netherlands in 1938. The Nazis arrested all Dutch Jews who had become Christians. Teresa Benedicta and her sister Rosa, also a Catholic, died in a gas chamber in Auschwitz. August 9th, 1942. St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, Inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the Church that she may receive from the Holy Spirit the grace and strength to reform herself in the light of the Gospel. Ten Minutes with Jesus as a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with a profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Jesus, today we're going to learn something wonderful from you as to what it means to be a good citizen. Of course, we always learn from you all that we need to be a good human being as well as being a good Christian. But today, since the Gospel tells us about your view and action regarding paying taxes, well, I want to talk to you, Jesus, about my own understanding of what it means to be a good citizen and the concrete manifestations of that. When Jesus entered Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax approached Peter and said, Does not your teacher pay the temple tax? First thing we notice in this description of Matthew is that the collectors of the temple tax did not ask Jesus directly, but through Peter. Among several possible explanations for this is that they knew that Jesus was a very important religious figure and that he taught with great authority and that he had many disciples who followed him and benefited from his teachings. In other words, he was rendering a great service to what the temple stood for as the epicenter of religious worship and instruction. Since Jesus was rendering such a great service for the temple, 
but it's logical to think that he should be exempt from paying any taxes. This at least could be one plausible explanation as to the indirect way the collectors of the temple tax approached Peter instead of asking Jesus directly. Peter, of course, was obliged to pay the temple tax, as it was a long-standing Jewish tradition laid down by Moses. According to this tradition, the temple tax was required of Jewish males over age 20. The money was used for the upkeep and maintenance of the temple. In Exodus chapter 30, God told Moses to collect this tax at the time of the census taken in the wilderness. The second book of Kings also, in Nehemiah 10th chapter, it seems the temple tax was paid annually, not just during the census. This half-shekel tax wasn't a large sum of money, but roughly equivalent to two days' wages. According to the Talmud, the temple tax was collected during one of these Jewish festivals, Passover, Pentecost, or Tabernacles. So Jesus, when he heard the collectors of the temple tax confront Peter about paying the temple tax, which was really directed towards you, what did you say? What did you do? So it was Peter whom they approached, and Peter told them very clearly in your hearing, yes, yes, he pays and will pay the temple tax. Well, you approached Peter and asked him, what is your opinion, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take tolls or census tax? From the subjects or from foreigners? But Lord, I can easily imagine the, all the thoughts that fill the head of Peter. His brain was on overdrive, one can say. He had to think and think hard before giving you the answer. After all, Peter, along with other apostles, had been sharing daily life together with you and learned so many wonderful lessons from you, Jesus, regarding matters of religion, faith, healing, forgiving, praying, gathering bread and fishes, and so on and so forth. Now, Peter had to learn a very important lesson about paying temple tax, and through that, how to be a very good religious man as well as being a good citizen. Because you, Jesus, did not ask Peter only about the temple tax, but enlarge the scope of the matter by asking him, who do the kings of the earth take tolls or census tax? The focus was not only about temple, but the world at large, since the question is about how a Christian should behave as a good citizen in the daily circumstance of life. In this regard, it is quite interesting to read what St. Paul urged the Christians of his time to do, to live as good citizens. In his letter to the Romans, St. Paul says, Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. And as a concrete manifestation of this respect for the legitimate authority, St. Paul continues saying, This is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Indeed, the first Christians were exemplary Christians and exemplary citizens at the same time. And this was the reason, one of the reasons, at least, 
for attracting others to the ways of Jesus, the Christian lifestyle through conversion. St. Justin the Martyr, for instance, converted Christianity among many factors due to what he observed about the morally coherent integral life of the Christians, and hence being exemplary citizens. St. Justin was born a pagan in a pagan region of what is now the Middle East and was educated in philosophy. Being an avid lover of truth, he sought it through different philosophical schools, none of which satisfies the thirst, until an incident occurred in his life. At around age 30, he happened to cross paths with an old man walking along the beach who questioned him about his beliefs and especially about the sufficiency of philosophy as a means of attaining truth. Well, this old man introduced Justin to Revelation and argued that although philosophers can talk about God, the prophets, inspired by the Holy Spirit, had experienced and known God and could bring others to him. This importance of experiencing God rather than philosophical speculations, well, this encounter led Justin to think about Christians he had encountered, he had met. He always admired Christians from a distance because of the beauty of their moral lives. As he writes in his Apologies, When I was a disciple of Plato, hearing the accusations made against the Christians and seeing them intrepid in the face of death and all that men fear, I said to myself, it was impossible they should be living in the evil and in the love of pleasure. Indeed, Jesus, being a good citizen, good Christian, at the same time, necessarily means being a morally sound person, and therefore, really, being a good exemplary citizen. One cannot separate faith from citizenship. It will not make any sense for someone to say, well, I'm a good Christian because I pray to God regularly, I attend the Sunday Masses without fail, I participate in some parish activities. But when it comes to exercising my duties as a citizen, well, sometimes I cheat on tax. I waste my time at work and do not fulfill my family duties all the time. I know that I'm like that, but I think it's okay because being a good Christian is what really ultimately matters. Really? When you, Jesus, asked Peter, What is your opinion, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take tolls or census tax? from the subjects or from foreigners? And Peter answered you, from foreigners. Then you confirmed it by saying, then that the subjects are exempt. By these words, Jesus, and with respect to the payment of the tribute, you are in the same position as the sons of the king. By declaring yourself exempt, you teach us that you are God's own son, and that you live in the Father's house. You are not obliged to pay the tribute. However, What follows is very important because you told Peter, but that we may not offend them. Go to the sea, drop in a hook, take the first fish that comes up, open its mouth, and you'll find a coin worth twice the temple tax. Give that to them, for me and for you. With this example, Jesus, you're teaching all the Christians down the centuries that being a good Christian means being good, exemplary citizens. There cannot be dichotomy. There cannot be a difference. There cannot be separation. Because you too, Jesus, paid all the exempt from paying temple tax. You did fulfill your duty 
as a citizen, as a member of the Jewish race. Before we finish our dialogue with you, Jesus, now, let us be, be inspired by these words of St. Josemaria. One of his homilies, he said, What use is it telling me that so-and-so is a good son of mine, a good Christian, but a bad shoemaker? If he does not try to learn his trade well or doesn't give his full attention to it, he won't be able to sanctify it or offer it to our Lord. The sanctification of ordinary work is, as it were, the hinge of true spirituality for people who, like us, have decided to come close, close to God while being at the same time fully involved in temporal affairs. Yes, indeed, Jesus. You never consider yourself exempt from your civic duties. You are the Son of God, but at the same time, you are the best citizen the world has ever seen. Help us to continue to imitate you and your Holy Mother as well as St. Joseph, who are the most excellent and exemplary inhabitants of Nazareth. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, August 9th, 2021, Monday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. 
Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory, the Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war? Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he? The King of glory, He the Lord of armies, He is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving.
Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty he shines. Our God comes. He keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours. Around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will will come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime, you who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. 
a sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise, so that we may go through life unburdened by sin, walking in the way of salvation, and always giving thanks to you. I I want want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. A reading from the book of the prophet Hosea. Thus says the Lord, Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. You have collapsed through your guilt. Take with you words and return to the Lord. Say to him, Forgive all iniquity and receive what is good, that we may render as offerings the bullocks from our stalls. Assyria will not save us, nor shall we have horses to mount. We shall say no more, Our God, to the work of our hands, for in you the orphan finds compassion. I will heal their defection. I will love them freely, for my wrath is turned away from them. I will be like the dew for Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall strike root like the Lebanon cedar and put forth his shoots. His splendor shall be like the olive tree, and his fragrance like the Lebanon cedar. Again they shall dwell in his shade and raise grain. They shall blossom like the vine, and his fame shall be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what more has he to do with idols? I have humbled him, but I will prosper him. I am like a verdant cypress tree, Because of me you will bear fruit. Let him who is wise understand these things. Let him who is prudent know them. Straight are the paths of the Lord. In them the just walk. But sinners stumble in them. I will heal their unfaithfulness I will love them with all my heart, for For my my anger anger is turned turned away from from them. I will avenge their blood. The guilty will not go unpunished, and the Lord will dwell in Zion. For For my my anger anger is turned turned away away from from them. them. A reading from a treatise on the Incarnation of the Lord. By Theodoret of Sir, Bishop. Of his own free will, 
Jesus ran to meet those sufferings that were foretold in the scriptures concerning him. He had forewarned his disciples about them several times. He had rebuked Peter for being reluctant to accept the announcement of his passion, and he made it clear that it was by means of his suffering that the world's salvation was to be accomplished. This was why he stepped forward and presented himself to those who came in search of him by saying, I am the one you are looking for. For the same reason, he made no reply when he was accused and refused to hide when he could have done so, although in the past he had slipped away on more than one occasion when they had tried to apprehend him. Jesus also wept over Jerusalem, because by her unwillingness to believe, she was bent on her own ruin, and upon the temple once so renowned, he passed sentence of utter destruction. Patiently he put up with being struck in the face by a man who was doubly a slave in body and in spirit. He allowed himself to be slapped, spat upon, insulted, tortured, scourged, and finally crucified. He accepted two robbers as his companions in punishment, on his right and on his left. He endured being reckoned with murderers and criminals. He drank the vinegar and the bitter gall yielded by the unfaithful vineyard of Israel. He submitted to crowning with thorns instead of with vine twigs and grapes. He was ridiculed with the purple cloak. Holes were dug in his hands and his feet, and at last he was carried to the grave. All this he endured in working out our salvation. For since those who were enslaved to sin were liable to the penalties of sin, he himself, exempt from sin though he was, and walking in the path of perfect righteousness, underwent the punishment of sinners. By his cross he blotted out the decree of the ancient curse. For as Paul says, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed be everyone who hangs on a tree. And by his crown of thorns he put an end to that punishment meted out to Adam, who after his sin had heard the sentence, Cursed is the ground because of you, thorns and thistles shall it bring forth for you. In tasting the gall, Jesus took on himself the bitterness and toil of man's mortal, painful life. By drinking the vinegar, he made his own the degradation men had suffered, and in the same act gave us the grace to better our condition. By the purple robe, he signified his kingship. By the reed, he hinted at the weakness and rottenness of the devil's power. By taking the slap in the face, and thus suffering the violence, correction, and blows that were due to us, he proclaimed our freedom. His side was pierced as Adam's was, yet there came forth not a woman who, being beguiled, was to be the death-bearer, but a fountain of life that regenerates the world by its two streams, the one to renew us in the baptismal font and clothe us with the garment of immortality the other to feed us, the reborn, at the table of God, just as babes are nourished with milk. He was pierced through for our offenses. He was crushed for our sins. Upon him lies the chastisement that gives us peace. 
By By his his wounds wounds we are healed. Christ took our sins upon his body and was nailed to the cross so that we might die to sin and live for holiness. By By his his wounds we are healed. Almighty and ever-living God, your Spirit made us your children, confident to call you Father. Increase your Spirit within us and bring us to our promised inheritance. Grant this through the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's Gospel in Conversation with God, Morning Prayer, all straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Monday, August 9th, 2021, Monday of the 19th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, our Lord teaches us that following Him doesn't exempt us from earthly rule. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him. And he will be raised on the third day. They were greatly distressed. When they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the half-shekel tax went up to Peter. Does not your teacher pay the tax? Yes. When Peter came home, Jesus spoke to him first. What do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take toll or tribute? From their sons or from others? From others. Then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, as Christians, we are not of the world, but we are in the world. And while we are, we have some responsibilities. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. They had just arrived in Capernaum, we read in the Gospel of the Mass, and the tithe collectors of the temple approached Peter, asking, Will your master not pay the didrachma? Every Jew over the age of 20 was required to pay an annual sum of two drachmas to support the worship of God in the temple of Jerusalem. This was an obligation for all, even the Jews not living in Palestine. Peter's affirmative answer, given without consulting Jesus, suggests that our Lord usually paid this tax. The conversation probably took place outside the house. Our Lord was not close by at the time, so when Peter entered the house, Jesus, already inside, asked, What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth receive tribute or custom? From their own sons or from others? 
Under the ancient monarchies, the tribute was considered a special payment for the benefit of the royal family. Hence Jesus questioned to Peter, From whom do the kings of the earth receive tribute? The answer was easy. From their subjects, from the others. The sons are exempt. With respect to the payment of the tribute, Jesus is in the same position as the sons of the king. By declaring himself exempt, he teaches us that he is God's own son and lives in the Father's house. He is not obliged to pay the tribute. But the Lord wished to fulfill his duties as a citizen, as other men did. However, he made his divinity patent to all in the way he obtained the money for the payment. This gospel account, recorded only by St. Matthew, also shows us our Lord's poverty for he lacked even two drachmas, a small sum in those days. Significant also is that our Lord paid Peter's share along with his own. But that we may not give offense to them, said Jesus to Peter, go down to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up, and opening its mouth you will find a stater. Take that and give it to them for me and for you. The stater equaled the sum of four drachmas. St. Ambrose comments that this is a great lesson that teaches Christians submission to the temporal authority so that no one should disobey the edicts of a king of the earth. If the Son of God paid the tribute, are you perhaps great enough to refuse payment? Even he who possessed nothing paid the tribute. You who seek the riches of the earth, why do you not recognize the duties which go along with these goods? Why do you consider yourself above the world. From these and other passages, we learn that in order to imitate the master, we should be good citizens who fulfill their duties at work in the family and in society, paying fair taxes, voting according to our conscience, and participating in public service are part of these duties. Love and respect the ways of behaving by which you may live in amity with other people. Have no doubt either that your loyal submission to duty can be the means for others to discover Christian integrity, which is the fruit of divine love and to find God. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 13 before the hour, let's pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King. And my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. They are happy whose strength is in you, 
in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us us climb the mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power. 
and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people, give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy, but mercy triumphs over judgment. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May we give glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give give glory glory to your your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters. That with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Glenn is along with Morning Air in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning. We'll do this again at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day, a great week, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.